There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. High time we make a stand and shook up the views of the common man, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Jim's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. And Pete Donaldson's on this love train. Hello. Still sowing the seeds of love here at the Football Ramble. <laughs> always. Always. Oh, the birds and the bees. When are we going to reap what we sow, though, Peter? I don't know. Uh, the fall? Some would argue that we already are. Uh-huh. Every day of our lives. Yes. springtime. Let's have some cabbages, mother. Let's, let's reap some love. <laughs> 29th of January is not springtime. And it never has been. I'm not saying it's... Um, he said, I, that, he said, said that's said when it's going to yeah. happen. Oh, in springtime. I'll Get with it, mate. All right. Unless it's a fallow year. He knows. He knows. He knows. That it's not the spring yet because we've just had the fourth round of the FA Cup. But Pete has got a spring in his step. I know, right? <laughs> Luke's got a piece of paper that says, I know, right? People tip, keep complaining tip, yeah. that I say, I know, right, a lot. And it's, it's a vocal tick. And one thing this show's brilliant at is uh, getting everyone who you've never met to tell you all your own faults. So <laughs> I decided to write down a piece of paper, which you can see there. Um, listeners can't see it, but people watching our social media will be able to. Uh, what other faults have they pointed out? Oh, I can't, I mean, we haven't got time for that. <laughs> yeah, I've got a list of your faults, yeah. and that's not even the top 100, man. We've got so. a meeting later. That'll do it. <laughs> do it then. Jim, were you annoyed that you didn't get to watch Arsenal on the weekend? Uh, no. <laughs> you were relieved. It was nice to have a break from the, like... from the drama of it. <laughs> I've like... accepted that we're not in the FA Cup anymore. Yeah, I'd, 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 I didn't have a break because I was at Fratton Park. Yeah, and that was anything it. but a, break. a refreshing break. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll come on to that much, much later if there's time to squeeze it in. Mm. You know, okay. It's like well, it's I, hope, a... I hope there isn't. Um, well, there will be because it's not a live radio show. It's a podcast. We can do as much as we want. Yeah. Um, but we will start with the heroes of Newport County. They drew with Tottenham Hotspur, of course. They're still the lowest-ranked side left in the competition. 
because I've got that replay at Wembley because they're off to Wembley, aren't they? What do you think about uh, Rodney Parade? I like the name of the ground. I like mm. the name of it. I don't know if I like the ground itself. Uh, oh. Well, they share it with two rugby teams. And, they do. And the pitch would testify to that. <laughs> yeah. And it's got one thing I would say about it in its favour mm. is it's got decent floodlights. Yeah. Which mm. is much needed. We were talking about floodlights last week, weren't we? We were. We I, were. It's a professional club. Of course, they've got good floodlights. No, but I mean, no, we talked about aesthetically. Marcus, yeah, oh, we, I see. We talked about the lights being part of the stadium on these new stadiums now, not mm. proper floodlights. Oh, you, you, you were mean, there. Yeah. You heard the whole damn thing. I switched off. That's <laughs> fair. They yeah. weren't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and, and I, as I was approaching Front Park this weekend, I thought, oh, there's a bloody floodlight. Lovely. That's, yeah. where, the sta- yeah. that's where the stadium is. A standalone is. floodlight. Yeah. yeah. We also talked about people watching from sort of strange vantage points. And at, at Newport County, there was some, a, a picture doing the round of someone who'd put a, like a traffic cone on a wheelie bin and was balanced on the cone, like <laughs> looking over a fence. I mean, that, you bring yourself a little seat or something, because yeah. that, that is precarious. You, fall. If you were behind one of the goals at Rodney Parade, you are looking at it from a weird vantage point. Because if you're right at the back of that stand, you <laughs> must be, I mean, I haven't done the maths, but you probably are about 14 miles away from this mm-hmm. pitch. It's worse than the Olympic Stadium. That young fan <laughs> on the on the on the traffic cone, he should take uh, a leaf out of Peter Reed's book and at least use a tire for a seat. Exactly. Yeah, mm. quite. It'd be then, a much then, better idea. Harder to stand on though. Mm. Tr- yeah, but at half time he could then peel a banana with his feet. Mm. <laughs> you, do, you don't see a lot of tires in the street nowadays, do you? No. It depends where you go, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I went for a run yesterday and I saw a single solitary Wellington boot on the pavement. Nice. nice. Oh. Someone went, I'm gonna get half soggy socks. Yeah. Yeah, I need one. Mm. Uh, Rodney Parade is 140 years old. It's one of the oldest stadiums that's been continuously used throughout the uh, the, the ages. I think I the believe. word "stadium's" a bit rich. <laughs> oh. They're getting pelters, absolute yeah. pelters. Yeah. We have been we've, we're doing a lot on Rodney Parade today. Which is always the plan. <laughs> <laughs> Who was Rodney and what was he parading? Um, but yeah, it was a draw though. The game was a draw. I take Newport. They held the lead they for a did. long time. There was, there was a fascinating piece in the paper today about. The um, the away scouting, the studying mm, mm. Newport had done about mm. Spurs and their players and their strengths and weaknesses. I found it fascinating to watch. Yeah. And um, I, an ex-pro said to me today, um, when you go, when you're a top pro and you go to an away game in the cup against a lower league opposition, you get two types of reception from the other players. You get the they're blatantly sidling up to us because they want to swap shirts at full time yeah. type. Let's have a lovely day out. Let's give ourselves a selfie type mm. approach. Or you get the you're in my house now, big boy, and you're yeah. having a, you are having a difficult afternoon. Yeah. And Josh Laverty made sure it was the latter for Newport <laughs> County. They, they, he paid them absolutely no respect He at was all. everywhere. He piled in on Harry Kane. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care if it's a World Cup year, is yeah, what he I said. Know. <laughs> you are on the end of one of these. I was a little bit worried, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. I if there's one man who can get us through that group stage, it's Harry Kane. Leave yeah. him alone. Oh, you're a Welsh guy, you don't care. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> well, Cardiff piled in a few Man City players. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, yeah. My goodness. <laughs> but um, when, um, when he piled in on uh, Harry Kane, you know, sadly these days players put their hands over their mouths when they speak, don't they? Mm. Um, and when he, I think when Josh Laverty put his first one in on Harry Kane, I like to think he was saying, oh, "Get used to it, big boy. That ain't the last one. That ain't the last you're going to see of me today." Yeah. Yeah. It was a lovely header that put them on nil up. Padre Gamond. It was mm. very, very. Well, nice. Apparently, they also they targeted uh, Michel Vorm, didn't they? Saying that he's not comfortable coming for crosses, uh-huh. and uh, that you know that's basically how it how it panned out. And also, one paced Eric Dyer was another one that they mm. they targeted as well. So just you know, Ooh. digs in the press afterwards as well. I like that. Yeah. Fancying it, it at Wembley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, shit him up before <laughs> Wembley. <laughs> We're coming back harder. Yeah, I'd love it if Pochettino dropped Dara and went, oh, we're not playing him. Who are you going to target yeah. now? <laughs> oh, yeah, you haven't got your best side out then. And Pochettino was very disappointed with his team, saying that they, well, so they showed should be, yeah. well, no desire to reach the next round of the cup. Yeah, I think, I think that's right. I think he was, 
he was visibly disappointed, and he was right to be so. Um, Kane bailed them out. Inexplicable, um, odd defending um, yeah. for that corner that Kane just was able to score. Ball, I think concentration just like let them down late on, didn't yeah, you? Probably tired, you've got to be yeah. exhausted after a game like that against Premier League opposition. But and we saw this. Um, maybe we'll come on to this a bit later if there's time. But we saw this with Wigan playing West Ham. The Wigan went into that game against West Ham actually favourites mm-hmm. um, because they're so confident because they're flying at the top of the league. And you called it, Marcus, rightly so. It was, it was a bit of an upset. Um, but Wigan, in Wigan's case, this is a team that are used to winning. They, mm. They're so confident. Mm. Newport, aren't re- with respect no. to them, aren't really used to winning. No. So I wonder if there was a bit of complacency from Spurs. I thought the young lad, Force, at the back played well. Um, that's the second time I've seen him play well. He played well in the Champions League game he played as well. I think it was against... Did they play Applewell? Um, Possibly, and he, yeah. And, and he featured in that and looked pretty good, although the opposition weren't up to much. Um, other than that, um, I thought Dembele did okay. Um, and obviously, Kane got the important goal, but it was a really below par performance, a very flat performance. And at half time, you really feared for Spurs because mm. Newport had already beaten Leeds in the Cup, don't forget. Yeah, I, I didn't fear for Spurs. I was very happy for Newport, I think, yeah. as, a, as, a, as a neutral, you know. But Mike mm. Flynn, the manager, said he was gutted to concede so late on. But they do have a lucrative replay, gentlemen. And, and there is an argument here that. In, sadly, in today's game, in today's day and age, it's better for them to have a replay than it is to win that game. Yeah, because yeah, they could yeah. they could have just got um, next round, could have won that game, brilliant win. win well, they could get the, the winner of like Millwall v Rochdale, yeah, or, or Coventry at home or something, mm. and yeah. get beaten or whatever. Playing away at Wembley, there'll be a huge a huge boom oh, for them. It's, it, it's great, um, Pete. There was a drone scene in the sky, flying high. Were you anything to do? With You're the I drone lo- correspondent. I love being a drone correspondent. <laughs> I've flown one drone once. Yeah, but it's one more than any. Didn't of us. you yeah. crash it as well? <laughs> My dad crashed it. Yeah. <laughs> And we had to glue it back together. And it was one of Pete's famous friends there, drones as well. Yeah. So was it, made it even more awkward? A famous oh, no. drone. Yeah. My, my dad said he didn't want to be a sad blog by himself on a heath in Hartlepool. So he made you go drone, with him. So he made me acquire a drone, fly it with me. And you were two sad blokes on the heath. Crashing <laughs> 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 a drone. <laughs> I think we've come, from my memory, we have come to you. This is a, the, at least the third time we've come to you because there's been a drone sp- spotted at the game. It's a mm. tradition. It's a ramble mm. tradition. Exactly, yeah. Get, one, it in, get it in your Twitter bio. One but day. it is illegal to fly them above a football ground, though. Yeah, it is. Mm. Shouldn't be done. Did they, did they catch the culprit? I don't think so. Don't know yet. Did you see the kid asking for Harry Kane's shirt with a sign? Because this happened to Eden Hazard last weekend, didn't it? I think, yeah. who's going to be the first player to go, no, enough's enough. Well, You're not having my shirt, son. I think it happened before that, because I think a Yeovil Town kid had it signed for Alexis Sanchez's shirt. Really? And he was roundly ignored as well. Although yeah. we can be fair and say maybe Alexis didn't see him. But um, it happened at that game too. I think it just speaks volumes about the character of the man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he occasionally doesn't see his teammates yeah. when it comes to passing. Yeah. He's all about himself. Wes Brom provided one of the shocks of the round. Mm. Say Wes Brown there. Wes Brown turned up and... Uh, oh, it's a bit of a thing in the fixture list. We're actually playing Wes Brown on, on his own. <laughs> and he bloody won. And yeah. Liverpool missed a penalty. Um, yeah, Alan Pardew ensured that Liverpool's 19-game unbeaten home run came to an end. They played and their part. When Pardew turns his attention to it, yeah. he can sometimes get an OK result. The, the bounce has come. He's yeah. getting a bit older. It takes a bit longer <laughs> yeah. to, the bounce to get the bounce up. There are tablets for that. The, yeah. bounce, the bounce has come, Jim. Is the wiggle going to come? Oh, well, well, is he going to get so. to Wembley? Well, we so. he's on track. He is very much on track. It's a huge scalp. Jay Rodriguez. It's good to see Rodriguez playing mm. well. Mm. He obviously had that terrible injury and, and, and ended up leaving Southampton. But he was, a, he was a, a real prospect. Well, he just started playing for England, hadn't he? It was, it was really mm. terrible timing. Yeah, he, he was in the England conversation. And actually, at the risk of maybe... but Perhaps it isn't that ridiculous because, as you just said, Jim, he's already featured. Um, we talk about plan Bs and different options for England, and we normally talk about Andy Carroll, or these days, I know, Marcus, you're in, you're in his camp, but Peter Crouch. Um, 
you're still in his camp now. Does he still have a camp? Only one left. Yeah, you're the only oh, one left. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. you're on the gate of his camp. Is Crouchy's that, is, got his camp oars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about Jay Rodriguez? What about him? He's, Peter? A, he's a busy bastard. <laughs> he is a very busy bastard. And that first goal, Pete. Oh, what a smasher! It was a smasher. Mm. I, I just, it, it, it's not a classic <laughs> FA Cup goal. But it was an enjoyable one. Because it was too close. Mm. Too close in. But well, it, I don't know. For me, I scored a, a lovely one hell of a well. bend on it. When you see the angle from, you know, sort of facing down the yep. pitch, the bend from the outside of his boot was oh, brilliant. Yeah. I mean, the, the first couple of goals in that game, Firmino's chip and then Rodriguez saying, well, you could, that's one way of putting the ball mm. in the net. Lovely Here's one, another yeah. way. Johnny Evans mm. scuppering that move. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are only some fixtures VR this weekend? I'm confused. Oh. I, I suppose it's a soft launch, isn't no. it? No. Oh, it was a big launch at Anfield. That wasn't a soft yeah, launch. Yeah, it was um, a it hard was, launch. They used it a lot, didn't they? I think it was eight times that the referee called yeah. on VAR. Mm. And the, the, it was causing all sorts of confusion at Anfield. And I think this might be something that's not been considered, is, and maybe we haven't mentioned it on here either, is that, as we all know, in, in um, stadiums where there is the capability to show incidents on the big screen, mm-hmm. yeah. they never show controversial ones. No, yeah. and there's an obvious reason. Yeah, but now people are saying, well, if you just show us what's happening, we know what's going Going on, and it won't be as odd for us when VAR is being used in the stadium because yeah. we have to sit here for three, four, five minutes. There's no running commentary, there's no video, no one knows what's happening. But I mean, imagine just imagine uh, for one second if something was it was a controversial incident or it was yeah. overturned, it would be chaos. Yeah, yeah. absolutely chaos. You can't does, show it. Does VAR kind of disrupt the floor of a quite intense team like Liverpool? Well, that's and what people that... were arguing. Well, Alan Pardew also, as well, said that um, they got a couple of hamstring injuries, and his reasoning for that was, you know, if you uh, in a game like this, you actually kind of need to keep moving. You need right. to keep the intensity up. If you take a take a break, it, it does disrupt the rhythm of, of your mm. body, I suppose. And I, I mean, I don't know how how much truth was, there is in that. But I thought he was. I heard him say that as well. I, I, I thought he was reaching because, I mean, this VAR is new. Long stoppages in games aren't new. Mm. Yeah, if someone gets a bad injury or there's an incident in the crowd, whatever, it can happen, and, and the players have to keep themselves warm, keep themselves keep themselves limber. I suppose. I thought Pardew was reaching to be a bit cheeky there. I think if he had said that and Liverpool had lost the game, I think he'd have been a laughing stock, and people would have been like, "Come on, mate, mm. yeah, get get on with it." But, I mean, no, but Robson Carnu, the way he kind of made the little box with his with his hand, didn't he? The sort of signal for VAR when he went down. He, he that suggested. I mean, he may have been suddenly playing charades, but that may have suggested that. He was saying because of that, I've, I've I've pulled up with an injury here. So if he said that, then Pardew's just relaying that information. Maybe he I doesn't have he's to. Going, I'm in the box. But how can he? Yeah. He can't know that though. Can he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't My know. hamstring <laughs> is telling me. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see him do that. That's, that is quite funny. Yeah, I'd love to see players give an instant reason why they're getting injured in a charade yeah. type fashion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe he's trying to get a message over to the bench, and he was down, and he couldn't do it, so he's going to have two syllables. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little word. What's David Boost doing? <laughs> yeah. What's he describing? <laughs> but but West Brom they, they won the game and it was it was a great win. They're now unbeaten in four, having won three of them. They might lose Johnny Evans in the window at the time of recording that hasn't happened, but they might gain Troy Deeney at the time of recording that hasn't happened. Movements, Jim. Movements oh. in the window for West Brom. And and also the I, I don't want to make it I don't want to take anything away from West Brom and I think they do need to make moves because they need to score goals as, yeah. as we know. Liverpool have been so disappointed in these last two games. Mm. And the, I don't know what the reasoning behind... I know he wants to manage his squad and keep legs fresh and stuff, but I don't know what the reasoning behind um, playing Moreno, playing Alexander-Arnold, who had a poor game, playing Mignolet. I mean, three of that back five aren't, mm. aren't, aren't Jurgen Klopp's stated first, first choice defenders. But do you think he's giving people a rest um, over a very busy you, Christmas period? Yeah, he may well be doing that, but they, they, they struggled really badly in January last year. And if you are going to give players a rest, I mean... 
The FA Cup could be big for Liverpool. But yeah, well, they're not going to win anything else, realistically. It's their third successive fourth round exit. That's right. Yeah. Which is, you know, I mean, for, that's that's a bit of a disaster, really, because you know, Klopp wants to define his era by winning something. And and, and, and Klopp said, like I said, on more than one occasion, he loves the FA Cup. Yeah. It's like he doesn't love it that much. <laughs> no, that's right, and, and, and that's the sort of thing he would say because he's quite sort of all about the passion for the mm. game. But Marcus, on on the resting players' point, mm. I mean, that was only their third game in two weeks. Not, well, I suppose, but you have to the run they went on before that, and you know how he likes to um, to get his players to press and, and and so on. They've been on an incredible run, and and all the way up um, to the Man City game, you know they were winning, they were scoring. They beat Manchester City since then a one nil loss to Swansea, and then a three two home loss uh, in the cup against West Brom. There has been a, a slight drop off, you know. Mm. Has it, it? You know, they're not going to win the league. Manchester City are going to win the league. Everybody knows that. So when they beat Man City, it does a little bit of inertia set. And you think, oh, well, we've done that. That's that's perhaps as good as it's going yeah. to get. They've got the Champions League to think about next month. I, thought they were, I, I, thought... I don't know. Psychologically, that can creep in. But I think it is a shame because, as somebody, uh, one of you lovely chaps just said, that realistically, the FA Cup is Jurgen Klopp or Antonio Conte or even Jose Mourinho's best chance at silverware this season. Yeah. And Yeah, that, that is absolutely true. I just thought they were unbelievably complacent against Swansea. Mm, they mean, were. Um, I was. I was watching. I watched the, the West Brom game with a Liverpool supporting friend of mine um, at the weekend, and he said the, the problem with Swan, Swansea. They just thought they could turn up. Just. But that's yeah, it. But what, that's my point. After the Man City game, you, you play hard. You 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 win that game. You score four goals against this side who weren't weren't beaten in the league at all. And then you just sort of think, oh, we've beaten them. Oh, we've just got Swansea yeah. next. That's great. We'll batter them. But yeah. Klopp said himself after the Man City game, there was no sign of this in training. They're all very serious people that work very hard. There was no sign of that complacency. So as a manager, I guess that's a... If, if things appear to be as normal mm. from training, it's, it's a difficult thing to address. I, but then it's literally your job at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> they looked a lot better when Henderson and Milner came on. They looked like they might... I, when they were 3-1 down, I thought if they score here, they'll probably score another one. Mm. And I was very... Even though Jermaine Genius said he wasn't surprised they didn't score another one, I actually was because I thought the momentum's with them now. They create chances. Henderson and Milner are cool heads who can use the ball properly. I think they've got a good chance here now of getting a, getting a replay mm-hmm. and just putting it down to a bad day at the office. Of course, West Brom deserve credit for, for, for keeping them out. And, and Gareth Barry was absolutely fantastic, by the way. They, <gasps> West Brom were, were really good. You've got to love Gareth Barry still oh, yeah. putting in performances like that. I think it's almost 650 Premier League games. <laughs> yeah. for and outfit, a similar for amount of yellow cards. Well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah, exactly. I think, he, I think um, he'll go on to, to play even more. Obviously, he's 37 next month. Yeah, what do, you think, what do you think of Johnny Evans? Obviously, he's a decent centre-half. A Man City have been linked with him in an Arsenal. Now, whether he goes or not, big clubs, a lot bigger than mm. West Brom, are still are sniffing around. Yeah, him. well, I mean, he's a very, very experienced, um, you know, Premier League centre half. He's had experience of winning things at Man United. I think, you know, he came. I think Johnny Evans and a lot of players from that era suffered from being like almost Ferguson's second crop of youngsters. And yeah. obviously they were never going to live up to the class of 92. And Johnny Evans is way better um, than a, a lot of people, you know, uh, would have given him credit for yeah. at the time. And I think, you know, it's... If you're paying £75 million for Virgil van Dijk, for example, a player like Johnny Evans in this market offers you a pretty solid, safe bet, doesn't he? So I, I think it makes sense I, that I, you know, I, these sort of teams I, are looking at It's him. indicative of the fact that um, over the last 10 years, I think, all um, the game has produced is attacking midfielders. And, yeah. no, and, and we, get surpri- we get surprised by people like Harry Kinnock who put the ball in the net nine times out of ten. If you're and a winger get, at And the we moment. get surprised at people like Van Dijk who's like, oh, you're actually quite a good centre-half. Mm. So they are worth their weight in goal to a certain extent. And there's a reason why yeah. uh, these we need more experienced uh, centre-halves who've played in the Premier League, yeah. who, which is a very different intensity than anywhere else in uh, Europe, possibly even the world. Um, and that's why they're going for something money. If you are a centre-half, get over to the Premier League. It's a bit like years <laughs> ago if you were a plumber. Get yourself out to Australia. 
Australia. Pay your big bucks over there. There's loads of work if you're a winger at the moment. I, th- I think it's that every day that goes past, it's more and more baffling that United let Evans go. Yeah. I mean, he's better than... To, uh, feel free to but laugh. To West Brom, I think that's my point. Is, no disrespect to West Brom, but with these bigger clubs sniffing around him, you, you wonder why... Did, did Ferguson... Was it Ferguson who sold him? Or was it, well, I, know, I can't remember who it was. Would they sell did, to a rival? Or well, maybe that's it. Maybe the manager said, you should go at this but club. he shouldn't and, have been yeah. let to go at all. I mean, well. I, for me, and feel free to... I was about to say, feel free to laugh me out of the room. Uh-huh. Uh, he's better than Jones this morning. Yeah, he's better than them, and he's only just thirty. He turned thirty mm. like two weeks ago. Yeah, so I mean, he's not. It's not that old for a centre back. Yeah, you, know, you look at look at um, West Ham. They signed Jose Font for eight million. He's thirty six. Yeah, well, yeah. look at look at Mangala coming into City for something like forty million. Yeah, you know, I mean, with Evans, you you know what you're going to get in a way that's very straight rare. In there. Absolutely, straight in there. I think Absolutely. it'd be a good signing for Arsenal if they can get him, mm. but they probably won't. Who City? You mean not Arsenal? Arsenal are in. Oh, yeah, but both Arsenal want Evans as well. Both have been well. linked. Well, okay. well apparently though, if Arsenal sign Aubameyang, there will be no um, money left over for anyone else. That had to sneak out. They're like a like a shit dad on a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Enjoy that ice cream because it's back to school next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think with Laporte going to uh, Man City, by the looks of mm. it, they probably won't have room for Evans. So, mm. so there we are. Uh, Wigan caused an upset, and it was an upset. Apparently, I don't people care if the, it wasn't. people yes. are saying well they were favourites for the game. They're two leagues below West Ham. They may <laughs> be in the same division next season, but uh, but they are two leagues below West Ham. I, I found that funny actually that the the bookies had them down as the favourites. Well, it's yeah. not that funny because they were right. But it's still, <laughs> but, it, but it, it, it has to be an upset, does it not? Of two course, I, I completely below. agree. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you in principle. Yeah, absolutely. In and, principle, and, um, I was. Um, I wasn't hugely surprised when, when, when Wigan beat them. I think West Ham, I don't really know if they knew what how they were trying to approach that game. And obviously, uh, Masuaku didn't do any, uh, didn't do any favours. Oh, yeah. Despicable, David yeah. Moyes said. It's the one thing that we hate the most in this country. You can two-foot someone to the back of the head and give them <laughs> you know, life-threatening injuries and you think, well, yeah, at least he's committed. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you spit at someone. Or, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Pete Donaldson. Just because you've been playing well doesn't mean you might not get a slap. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't, I don't know if he has been playing that well. <laughs> despicable. Nice little jig, Pete. There you go. Um, the party shuffle. Very, very sad to hear about David Sullivan and David Gold being confronted outside the ground. Yeah, they were angry West Ham fans. Not happy that the club have only signed one player in the window, Joao Mario. Not a bad acquisition. Mm. On though. loan, though. On loan. On loan, but with a with a chance to buy in yeah, the summer. Put that in there. <laughs> Season ticket renewals are coming up. Put <laughs> that in there. <laughs> well, he's, they... he's not signing for them permanently, and I'll put some money on that. Yeah. Well, uh, West Ham made a fifteen million pound bid. For Fulham's Tom Kearney, Fulham told West Ham not to bother and that a £40 million bid wouldn't even be considered. It would be considered. So he's, <laughs> so you, so it would very much be considered yeah, and, and accepted. accepted. So, he's, so he's £40 million then, that's what you... Uh... I, want, I wonder if... I'm starting to think West Ham's recruitment policy might not be that good. <laughs> they bought enough players in the summer for crying out loud. They do like to buy a lot of players, don't they? Yeah, but... Uh, they yeah, did, well, they didn't buy that. I mean, they bought, they bought Zabaleta, mm. old, not an yeah. improvement player. Joe Hart, not very good. Um, I don't think Joe Hart wasn't a bad signing. And yeah. Naltovich, he was a bad. He can't, he can't even get in the team. team. Are you well, saying that Zavaleta isn't? Uh, it wasn't a step up what they already had. Well, I, th- I think there's an understanding now, and it is hindsight. Chicharito was a good signing. Was he though? Well, he Ch- hasn't. Well, proven he hasn't to be proven to be. But I was. I was okay. Look, you could, I was you, so excited at the you, idea you of him being back in the Premier League. Yeah, but you could, that's fine. You can. You're a little to that. Scott Parker. You can't look back on signings and go. 
that was a good signing, but it, it patently yes, has turned up to not be very okay. good. <laughs> I think the point is that you, you get in someone like Chicharito who's been banging the goals in for Bayer Leverkusen and he has previous for scoring goals in the Premier League, mm. then on paper at the time, that was a decent don't, signing. Don't play him like, play him like, like play to his strengths. Put him in the six-yard box. Don't have him trying to hold yeah. the ball for other players, which is what he's been doing and that's why he's been failing. You can imagine him getting a load of goals for a better Look, team. When Manchester United fair. signed Angel Di Maria, it was a good signing because he was an excellent player now he's obviously gone on and, and, and is doing alright at PSG as far as I'm aware but it didn't I, quite work out so I know what you mean I, I, mean, I, cl- I sort of look at how like you guys have got quite strong wingers we're quite pacey um, at, at the weekend Newcastle could, just couldn't put the ball away like mm. they, they had three or four chances so Chikorita probably would have put those yeah, they were all away. over Chelsea weren't they <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea nicked it yeah <laughs> robbed it mate Parked robbed it mate robbed but, it another, pl- another player uh, Anatovic very very inconsistent has proven himself to have struggle to struggle <laughs> Motivated. He is, but he's still... Moises he's, motivated him, though. But Anatovic has never, to my to my knowledge, watching him play, he's never been consistently good. Yeah. True, but Moises has been getting... The, 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 the problem with Bilic is, I think, he just sort of went, I could get something out of these players. If, yeah. if I can't, nobody can. It's like, but the, the angle may... a manager, are you? <laughs> This <laughs> is a man who said, yeah, I believe in myself and all that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but my, 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 the angle on West Ham signs might well be that... They, um, they don't, it's hard for them to sign good quality players mm. because if a player is that good, mm-hmm. um, he's not going to go to West Ham. So what they need to do is they need to gamble, which they have done. And, 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 and if we can't agree on how Hernandez has turned out or, or, or looking back on it in hindsight, we can hopefully at least agree it, w- it was a gamble. Yeah. because of his age and because of all that stuff and a lot of us were saying in the summer that's a steal for 16 million yeah. but clearly he looks a yard off he has yeah. looked a yard off all season so, so, that, yeah. so it, it, what I'm trying to say is it's not about our opinion we're talking about West Ham's recruitment policy it needs to be better there's no excuse for a club with that sort of resource with that sort of huge stadium to not have someone who's better and more diligent when it comes to making signings and bringing players in and I think that's why West Ham fans are annoyed and with respect to West Ham Jean Mario is not going to West Ham on loan if he's doing brilliantly at Inter mm. and he's not get in the team and no one else wants him that's why he's there on a loan move I agree with you he is a decent player though but again it's another gamble um, the, the bidding for Tom Kearney Tom Kearney is a fantastic player you know, I, I'm always quite surprised he's that, the sort of player they should be going after yeah for, that, that Fulham have managed to keep hold of him mm. for, for a little while and he is kind of like Mr Fulham you know he, he loves playing at that club and so on but you can't blame him if a bigger club the Premier League club come along and offer him all that but you, you you do wonder. I mean, the two Davids did reassure the fans that they're looking to bring in more players, but there's only days left. And and mm. is this going? Our panic buy is going to suddenly start to well, appear, and 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 more money than than th- that you would have paid maybe a few weeks ago. Well, I think actually the opposite might even be true. I think we're gonna we're gonna see panic buying the likes of which we've never seen before, mm. as the mic the the market tries to sort of adjust to itself mm. because we're still in this weird situation of everything being so inflated that people don't really understand what value is at the moment. So I think people will be trying to sort of test teams' resolve. I, I think with West Ham, it could it could well see that. Um, Sign Will Grigg. I think in the last, well, yeah, I think in the last eighteen months, you could probably make an argument that only one of their signs has been any good, and that's Lanzini. Mm. That's the only player you can think of that's been unquestionably good. Mm-hmm. That, that they've that they've brought in, and that's just not good enough. I mean, they brought in a lot of players in terms of numbers. We mm-hmm. we all know the stat. We laughed about it a few months ago about the amount of strikers and how many goals they brought in. It's something like thirty five strikers or something. Mm. So so their, their recruitment needs to be better. Wigan were, were were decent. I thought West Ham made them look good, and Nick Powell was very good. I suppose um, when we say it was an upset, it was an upset on paper, but it was the most underwhelming upset because everyone yeah. knew it was going to be an upset. But you, you called it, Marcus. You called it on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people did that. I think some people were saying uh, You're that. the best, though. Thanks. 
<laughs> You're the strongest. Yeah. yeah, I predicted every single other result as well, but nobody ever gives me credit for that. Um, but uh, what was nice to see was Nick Powell impressing for Wigan. And this is a player that some of us will remember was playing uh, for Manchester United, or wasn't really playing for Manchester yeah. United. They signed him from Crewe, of course. And then he went on loan to, to a number of places, Wigan included. And, I, and you forget about a player like that, or, or one can forget about a player like that. And then when you see him playing... For a side who are top of League One, they, they, they surely get promoted, you would imagine. And they're doing well in their FA Cup. And you think, it's so nice to see a young player, who's still, I think, only 23, getting minutes and looking like he's enjoying his yeah. football. And I think it would have been a big challenge for him coming from Crewe. I think he moved when he was about 18. And he had already played a lot of league games for Crewe. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's nowhere near the first team mm. consistently at United. It's a big change for him. Um, and that low, it was initially a low move to Wigan, wasn't it? Yeah. That he made permanent. And then he uh, went to, I think, was it Leicester? Um, and he may yeah, have, I think that's right. He yeah. went to Leicester and then Hull. He's still only 23 now, yeah. so he's got a big future ahead of him. Mm. And, and, and I don't know what Wigan are going to do in the Championship next season. I'm absolutely convinced they'll be promoted, but I don't know what they'll do in the Championship next season. But it'd be fascinating to see um, if Powell can, can consistently perform in the Championship and then people will start looking at him more closely and it may, be get, an, it may get another chance to go up to, to the top flight. Yeah, well, Alex Ferguson always said, didn't he, that he advised players if they had the option to leave Man United and it was to go to a, a, another big club where they aren't likely to play or to go to a smaller club where they're likely to get more more minutes he always said actually it's still better to go to that big club because you will learn more particularly for younger players and that it, it could well you know stand him in good stead the time he had at United even further down the line I'm sure he learned a lot from it yeah yeah more power to him mm. um, let's hey. go for a break and then afterwards we've got some correspondence and more FA Cup action ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot forward slash ramble. 
If I had 99 more England caps, I'd have had 100. Over to you, Pete Donaldson. All right, then. Over to Liam, who says cheers at the end of his email. Cheers to you, Liam, a lot for of getting people. involved. A lot of people do that these days. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's part of the common vernacular. Isn't it is, yeah. Why have you started with the end? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, right, hi all. Uh, really enjoyed the discussion on the old Leeds badges slash shirts this week. At one point it was mentioned that Leeds were sponsored by Top Man. Mm. That was a kit that I remembered very well. Not from when it was used, which I think was from the late 80s uh, to early 90s, uh, but from much later, basically. Uh, in 1995, I was in Salisbury train station waiting for a girl. She stood me up. Uh, when <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love Still that. waiting. A little bit of ennui in there. Uh, uh, when a load of uh, Japanese tourists turned up and started queuing for the Stonehenge bus. Nearly half of these Japanese people were wearing the above-mentioned Leeds top man kit. Top man kit, sorry. Uh, mostly young girls. I tried to figure out what was going on. Obviously, my first thought was like, a youth team in Japan had appropriated a five-year-old Leeds kit. The mystery went unsolved for years until I was at uni when my brand new Japanese housemate came downstairs wearing a now nine-year-old Leeds shirt with Topman on the front. I had a flashback to that train station. I asked him if he was a Leeds fan and he just looked confused. I pointed at the top and said he ought to be wearing, wary of wearing that around town as Leeds because uh, they'd infamously smashed up the place in the 80s and people still hadn't forgiven them. He still looked confused. Slowly he pointed at the top and said, blur. Oh, His right. English wasn't fluent and my Japanese was in existence, uh, so we struggled to understand what either was saying until he went and got his mini disc player out and played me the Blur song Top Man. Yeah. Uh, turns oh. out some bright spark had imported loads of old lead kits to, to Japan and sold them as Blur t shirts. <laughs> Nice. That is brilliant. Entrepreneurial. Yeah. I, like I, I love the thought of hundreds of Japanese Britpop fans showing up to a blur gig in Japan dressed like night, uh, late 80s hoolies. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> That's amazing, though. Yeah. Uh, P.S. I think both uh, Gary Speed, Vinnie Jones and Kieran Dyer were all models for uh, Top Man during their Leeds days. Not Lee Bowie, though. That's <laughs> 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 ironic. Yeah. I have no idea why I have so much Leeds slash Top Man knowledge. <laughs> well, we're pleased you do. Yeah. We are pleased you do. Great. Great. Mystery solved. Yeah. Uh, Matt from Nutsford, Cheshire. Hello, Matt. Uh, I was listening to last Monday's show. I was surprised to hear of Jim's irrational dislike of this fine Argentinian footballer and all-round exceptional human being, obviously, Carlos Tevez. Uh, I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping this story about Carlos Tevez being a man of the people during his time in the Northwest will change Jim's opinion. One morning, people. a brand-new uh, mobility car pulled into the car park of uh, Titherington uh, Golf Club near Macclesfield. Outstepped two young men in sportswear and large woolly hats. It wasn't that cold. Uh, they walked into the pro shop and the less surly of the pair, who clearly spoke the best English, booked in the two of them for golf and was informed of the green fee. He turned to his friend and confirmed the price in Spanish, at which point the friend produced a massive roll of £50 notes, tore off three and handed them over. They proceeded to uh, go back outside to the car park and then used the electronic boot opening function of their mobility car. The reason for the mobility car then became apparent when two remote-controlled electric golf trolleys, fully assembled with golf bags already attached, <laughs> descended the ramp and joined them on the way to the first tee. That is that is quite funny. He was being paid 100 grand a week uh, to not play for Man City at the time. The realisation that he'd brought a mobility car just to transport his golf clubs and trolleys without having to fold <laughs> them away each time brought a real warmth to my heart. I hope it does the same for Jim. Yeah. Imagine... Yeah, it- Imagine just opening the back of a car and a load of like a load of golf 
buggy just come just, out. Just come like, out. Like short circuit running off the production line. Egg, yeah. on, your, it's egg on your face. Too, yeah. Isn't it? yeah. Credit, credit where it's due. Yeah, what, what a good Samaritan. <laughs> I was expecting that to be some sort of heartwarming tale, but no, I'm, no. I'm staunch in my opinion. He's not working hard, he's working smart. Uh, yeah. You thought yeah. that was going to be like an existential drama for you. Yeah. What are we going to do? Oh, I'm no. going to stick to my guns or not? Yeah. What I absolutely yeah. love about Tevez is he's, he's obviously now back at Boca Juniors and uh, he's played once maybe his holiday yeah exactly he's played once or twice for them uh, back already. glory and he said <laughs> he said that uh, he felt alive again and he was loving making his third debut for them and all this kind of talk and he is the man of the people isn't he in Argentina all this kind of stuff and you think the man of the people left his the club that he so that he apparently absolutely adores and loves to go to China to make an enormous amount of money and not even bother trying to get it and then he's back and goes oh god it was awful over there I'm <laughs> yeah. so glad to be back you know man of the people are you going to rob the rich and give to the poor back in Argentina <laughs> am I what <laughs> is there still poor among us are you, you going to you going to rob the rich yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm a man of the people I deserve yeah. everything so there we are right then uh, back to the FA Cup Manchester United they weren't troubled much by Yeovil were they really? Yeah. Um, it was a pretty I, professional job by United. It was a very professional it? job, although straight from the off, Francois Zocco, the captain uh, for Yeovil, got booked inside 60 seconds or maybe even more. And I thought, oh, they're, they're up for it. Let yeah. them know you're there. Let them know you're there. What was a shame? It was a professional job by United, but what was a shame yeah. was that the first goal, they gave it away. <laughs> it, that's the gave last thing you want what, as a what, neutral watching that game. What is the last thing you were told by the weasel before you went on the pitch against Man United. <laughs> don't concede a sloppy one just before half time. Yeah, it's gutting when, when the bigger team scores, especially just before half time, everybody just goes. Oh. Do you also think do you also think that um given the criticism that's levelled at Romelu Lukaku from time to time, the last thing he wants to be doing is scoring the fourth in a four 0 win against Yeovil? I told you, yeah. I told you that's the sort of goal he scores. <laughs> it was a sweet volley though, yeah, wasn't it? Was nice, he had yeah. a lot more to do than it appeared at first. It was a nice goal, yeah. yeah. The Yeovil fans were booing Alexis Sanchez. That was interesting. Just getting involved, Jim. Yeah. They, they, yeah. I think they all listen to the football round. Yeah. Is, is it because Yeovil were one of the shortlisted clubs that are in for him? Yeah. <laughs> I think balked were... at his wages, balked at them. He did. Yeah, let's let's try and uh, pick off the uh, <laughs> you know the weakest member of the herd here or something like that. <laughs> let's, he's only just put the shirt on. Let's yeah. try and unsettle him. Well, it obviously didn't Martin Keown was exasperating in that game, wasn't he? He did wear his heart too much on his sleeve. It was exasperating to listen to. Yeah, it reminded me of uh, Alan Green when he when Gareth Barry moved from Villa to Man City and he was going through the England lineup. I think they were away in Kazakhstan. And he went, uh, you know, uh, whoever it was, I can't quite remember, you know, Scott Parker, blah, 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 Gareth Barry, money, 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 and all the rest Did of it. Did he? Yeah, and it's kind of like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. What, he's increased his wages. Yeah. I mean, Gareth Barry's not turned out to be a good, good quality pro, has he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a mercenary. Yeah, <laughs> mercenary stuck around yeah. a 650 How Premier League Carlos and Tevez of England. Yeah. Moved to a better club. Won a championship. Yeah. Damn you, Barry. Yeah. Uh, and Sanchez, maybe not a championship, but has he moved? I mean, he's moved to a giant club, according to Jose Mourinho. Mm. Well, he has. I mean, it, the, one of the things that was fascinating about this whole um, this whole de- debacle, if you like, or this, this transfer. Saga, I'd use is, the word. Is that it was almost forgotten that Man United are a massive club. Yeah, that's right. So, well, obviously, he's going to go to Man City. It's a no-brainer. Look at the team. Look at the, the football they're playing. Look how good they are. Look at Guardiola. And it's like... Okay, Mourinho's not been without his problems, but May United are still arguably the <laughs> biggest team in the entire yeah. world. And also, it's not a huge surprise he's going to Man United. Yeah, I mean, basically, what they've done here is paid, um, well, not necessarily paid over the odds, but just sort of like, you know, paid over the odds in terms of wages uh, now rather than not get him at all in the summer. Martin like, Cohen did a bit of, because uh, he kept saying, well, I- I'm exasperated that he didn't go to Man City. 
Mm. Why didn't he go to Manchester City? And That's you think, right. what, what, do you what, care? what are you saying, Martin? You're like, it's like the, the, one of the nasty boys in your school is going up to you and threatening you. And you're going, yeah, but you couldn't beat up him over there, could you? Mm. Well, I'm not interested in him. I'm trying to take your money. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think Martin Kean might have been one of those nasty boys. <laughs> why didn't Martin Kean go to Man United in the 90s? Like, why didn't he do that? Yeah, that's true. Well, I'll ask him. I guarantee you the answer. He was, he was I don't confusing. know what the answer will be, but it'll be fucking he was, boring. He was, he was giving it the big one on the uh, Chelsea uh, Newcastle Comedy Five Live uh, on Sunday. He was going. He was going. Uh, I, I'm not the sort of person to talk about all of the medals I've won, the FA Cup, the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally doing that, Martin. Yeah, I love that. I love that. It was good to see Michael Carrick in that Man United. Song. Yeah, because he's going to retire at the end of the season. Yeah, it's he, only so. the second time this season. That uh, he's he's uh, been in there. Another tremendous pro, amazing mm. uh, servant to the Premier League. I, know. I, I hope we see him a little bit more because, as you said, I, I think, think he is retiring at the end of the season. And we've said this before, but it bears repeating that Michael Carrick is the type of player that perhaps in another country would be mm. a lot more respected than he is. You, yeah, and, and you quite rightly often make that point, Luke. Would it would it be far fetched to think that Michael Carrick's last game of professional football could be the World Cup final? I think it might be far-fetched, yeah. <laughs> I, I, on a number of levels? I'll get back to you by the show, but at the moment, I'll just let you know the position I'm in at the moment, where I'm sta- sitting right now, yeah. I would say, just tentatively, yeah. that is a little bit far-fetched. But to confirm, I will get back to you towards the end. Yeah. No, hang on, I've just got it. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Do you know what? The swingometer is very much in my <laughs> yeah, direction yeah. on that one. Uh, my, uh, I, I was watching the, the, the highlights on Match of the Day, and it was Newport versus uh, Spurs, and Harry Kane scored. And I said, I said to my wife, I said, "See that man, Harry Kane? He's going to win us the World Cup." And she said, "Oh, you've got your hopes back then." <laughs> <laughs> and have you? Uh, well, we'll see, won't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It depends on Big Michael Carrick by the sound of it. It's even worse than I thought. It, it is. It really is. Um, oh, speaking of uh, great pros in the game, we've got to talk about Notts County, second in League Two. They're still in the hat as well. One all draw mm. against Swansea, mm. against Premier League side. Not, not, to, be not, too bad. not to be sniffed at. Kevin Nolan. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Nolan, Nolan, full of praise for his players. Um, they had a few near misses, of course. They, they really did uh, throw the kitchen sink at Swansea in that second half. Well, Swansea had the better of it in the first half, but still will be disappointed that they didn't win that game. For Swansea, I mean. They're down the bottom of the Premier League. You don't want to have to have a replay Last uh, against the League Two side. And John Stead and Shola Ramiobi terrorising you <laughs> in, in 2018. A combined age of 70. Oof, Stead is 34. I was surprised because I still sort of think Stead is a bit of a prospect in my head. Yeah. Um, uh, 34 and Ramiobi's uh, 36. A veteran strike force. I mean, <laughs> Nolan himself is 35. Get him in behind them. He's player manager as well. Yeah, I, ju- I, is, I just yeah. can't. I, I, for some reason, I always think that Kevin Nolan is older than every other player on the field. It's really weird. <laughs> Until Kevin, he does that chicken, and then you go, oh, he's yeah, like a yeah. sprightly little spring chicken. Kevin <laughs> Nolan was one of those players, and I'm, and I'm sure he could do it at a certain level now. Is again, You look at his attributes, obviously quite a big guy, sort of fairly robust, you know, decent in the air, but just so effective. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, Get it, him it, in that eight and yard box, he'll put something away. Exactly. has that kind of... Um, just that presence, that kind of mindset that it's just effective is the word. I find it curious that Shola Ramiobi, Kevin Nolan, and John Stead are all roughly the same age. Mm. And yeah, I do as well. The, Nolan should the, be a lot older than they John. Inhabit, the they inhabit, they really. inhabit different parts of your brain. Yeah. <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon Kevin Nolan just said to Shola and Shola said to Kevin Nolan, lads, it's Sunderland. <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like it's one of those optical illusions right yeah if you really really stare you can see the chicken yeah <laughs> john stead got the goal as he tends to do in the fa cup mm. we've seen him score mm. many many goals in that in that tournament um show around me over though the hold up play was was great stuff he was heavily involved 
he didn't quite get the assist, but he was still heavily involved, <laughs> and that's what we want to beat the drum for. Joe Ramio being involved in a goal is, is a wonderful thing. I'd love, that to, be an opt- that. I'd love that to be an opt to start. <laughs> how, I want to be a whole How heavily man. involved Touches, were you? passes, key passes, assists, goals. Heavily involved? <laughs> how being, involved? Being there. That, that should be the next one. How involved were they in the mm. goal? Geographic Expected proximity. Expected involvement. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, if you beat five men, lay it off, and then the other guy just taps it to the person or shoots it, rebounds off the keeper, and then you don't get the assist. Everyone, talks, you were, everyone talks about Ozil. Yeah. Being great <laughs> off the ball. Absolutely. Were you heavily uh, involved? Um, one of my favourite, I think it might be in the FA Cup goal, where uh, Ben Arthur took it round every Blackburn footballer and then roofed it in the net. And it, all, all the while, Leon Bess is waiting for a pass. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're not getting the pass, mate. You're no. not getting the pass. But you, he drew defenders away. Do you think he <laughs> on, on, on the trot back to the half line? Do you think he sort of went, I was open there? <laughs> I was open there. <laughs> yeah, maybe he did. I don't know. Um, but it was nice for Richard Duffy, Notts County captain, um, born in Swansea, given the man of the match, so playing against his, his, uh, the, the side where he's from. Um, but he took one in the face late on. That was a bad one. You know when someone gets hit with the ball and you think, oh, stop the play. I've had it happen to me. Have you? Yeah, I got volley- I got the ball volleyed in my face from about two yards away once. Oh, no. Oof. I don't think I was knocked it's out. A stinger. It was, yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah. I've, I've chipped a tooth. I've still got a, um, chipped a, chipped, a tooth. I've got a chipped tooth getting the ball booted in first. Did the ball have spikes on it? <laughs> <laughs> we were playing murder ball. Yeah. I say ball, it was a brick. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, Coventry, they have made sure that League Two will be represented in the fifth round of the Cup. They beat League One, MK Dons. It's a, it's a cup set, ladies mm. and gentlemen. Mm. It's also because they knocked Stoke out. You want to see them keep going. Yeah, they, 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 they could be quite interesting, as you say. Knocked out Stoke, knocked out MK Dons. Who will fancy them in the cup? Probably a few teams, because yeah. they are <laughs> still League Two, but you get the picture. I know we're about to go to the ad break and we're going to stop talking about the FA Cup, but can I, just before we do that, can mm. we just please have a mention for the challenge on Leroy Sane in the Cardiff-Man <sighs> City game? I, and, I nearly put a picture on Twitter of that challenge, because he, as he goes in, he just leaps into it, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, jumping into the weekend like this. And I thought, <laughs> oh, no, because it's action. No. Cause I was like, and then I looked out how long he's going to be out. I was like, yeah, probably not. What, if I could put it to the, to the, to the floor here, uh-huh. what percentage... Uh-huh. How heavily involved was he in it? No, no, no. Yeah, well, yeah, sort of, but a bit of a different angle. How much of a percentage to blame is Neil Warnock <laughs> in that challenge? Because you know what he said before the game. Do you know what I am? Yeah. I reckon after the game, he probably said, oh, well, he wins in like that. You Good know what it's like? No, it's a fair tackle. He came out and said, oh, was, Pep Guardiola essentially said to him, I'm paraphrasing, but he essentially said, it's English football, it's what you get. No, he said, he he's in England. What do you expect? That's it, I suppose yeah. when you like that, you want everything to be nice, pretty and perfect, but you don't get that here. You get different challenges. Challenges. That's different what it wanted to do with a different challenge. It's like, a, like a Donald Trump alternative fact. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to be nitpicking, but it isn't England, though, was it? It's in Wales. Exactly, sort of unhelpful. <laughs> yeah. it, not only was he wrong um, you know, with, with the specifics, he's also morally wrong, I feel. Mm. He loves the FA Cup, aren't he? <laughs> Those tendons, I hate a rolled ankle. So yeah, it's all my worst. We've all yeah. had one. I hope, Leroy, you know. I hope Leroy Sane's okay. Yeah. Mm. He's a big miss for City, he's always been yeah. such a huge part of what they do. Mm. I hope they've got the depth to cope. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Uh, right, ladies and gentlemen, quick ad break, and then we're back to talk about Luke going to Fratton Park. Are we? Ooh. I better go to the cash flow and get some money, if I've got any money left. The preview show, sponsored by Bet365, is out on Friday, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be enormous. The Premier League is back. How did our better get on, Luke? Rubbish, move on. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a new person in the hot seat coming up. Yeah, show at thefootballramble.com if you want to get in touch with us for any reason, but if you want to suggest a best bet with Bet365, please do so, and we'll pick one for Friday's show. Beautiful. Before we go to League One, League Two have got a fair old mention on the show. We're going to mention mm. League One. But before we do, just quickly into the Championship, Mick McCarthy, for my money, may have coined a new term in football after Wolves beat Whipswich 1-0. When describing Wolves' style, he said they make it very hard. It's a bit of parasite football. They can feed on our mistakes. I like that. I've not heard mm. it before. I've not heard mm. that before. If, if, if someone said that, if that is a common term in a faraway land or even a near land, I apologise. But parasite football, you know what he means. Yeah. Jose Mourinho likes to play a bit of parasite football. And wolves are animals, so they can be the hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Although he means Ipswich, I guess. Yeah. Oh, well. Parasite football. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a compliment. No, no. it's not, is it? It's, not, it's got connotations, I would <laughs> Indeed, say. Indeed, yeah. But again, you can see what he's talking about there. Mm. I like that, Mick. Keep up the sometimes excellent work. Now I mean, we're going to go. Is, there is zero chance Mick McCarthy even knows what a podcast is, let alone listen to it. Uh, it's, it's not worth your time talking to Mick McCarthy direct yeah. through this medium. He would call uh, it a blog. No, yeah, repeatedly. Yeah. I'll see you in the petrol station, Mick. Now let's move on to League One. Uh, Chris Powell got a win in his first game in charge of, of South uh, South. South End. The South. I He's went managing to say the South 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 I went job. to say Southampton. South End <laughs> is the answer. South End United. Um, he took over from Phil Brown, of course. Is Phil Brown still on gardening leave? He was put on gardening leave. He wasn't actually sacked. No, it, was, okay. it wasn't really... It wasn't really... As far as it's I know... a strange one. And I have seen South End play under Phil Brown this season... Um, so I'm closer to it than you guys. I think. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry to say. Um, <laughs> and I don't think it was ever a reason given. I think he was expected to pop up somewhere else, but I don't think he has. I, I, I assumed he would go and be an assistant for Big Sam or something, but mm. it's not happened. Is, it, sabbat- is it is it is it uh, gardening league? Is he, is he on sabbatical? He's riding across the US yeah. on a motorbike. <laughs> yeah, or he's on a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Powell played for Southend, of course, for about six years in the 90s. Very popular among the fans and he seems like a good egg Chris Powell we wish him all the mm. best down there yeah I think so yeah, it, would be, it would be nice to see him uh, do very well now then we move on to the uh, the main event from this whole podcast <laughs> Luke was at Fran Park <laughs> they lost 1-0 against Shrewsbury which will please a uh, friend of the ramble um, Murray James of course yeah. uh, Luke uh, not a classic why did you want me to include this in the oh, radical because it was a really funny moment <laughs> there's a few kind of funny moments as there always is um, one uh, the referee Mr. Reed Blake and handball and some, uh, one man got so uh, annoyed that he was uh, ejected <laughs> wow! What, what was he? He was swearing, or was he? Was he getting with his ten-year-old son? Good. Nice. <laughs> Imagine the sort of behaviour you have to exhibit to be kicked out, physically kicked out of Fratton Park <laughs> because of what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was good. Uh, but did his son go with him? Uh, yeah, he had to, didn't he? He could start on his own, could he? Yeah. Well, he doesn't sound like the most responsible parent. Uh, so who his, knows? his dad was literally like, "Come on!" Oh, I see. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, but my uncle." Yeah. Uncle Tommy's here. But, but anyway, <laughs> Portsmouth weren't, weren't that good in the first half particularly and they went into the break 1-0 down. In the second half, they started playing really well. Uh, Kenny Jackett brought, uh, made a couple of changes yeah. and it worked. Really well. No, they did. They, it they didn't work, did it? No, at that point, I'm, I'm putting you in the context. Okay. That, at that point, okay. I was, I mean, I'm, I'm as pessimistic as they come and you guys know that. <laughs> but at that point, I thought we're, we're probably, not only are we going to eat close, we're probably going to win this game. Okay. Uh, we hit the crossbar, the yeah. keeper made two world-class saves, nailed on penalty, turned down. Anyway, I'll take your chances. But the point is, we were losing 1-0, but the feeling was quite good. And uh, Christian Burgess, who plays at the back for Portsmouth, he's a, he's, he's like a, a centre-back in League One, right? So yeah. he's, not, he's not silky, he's just a centre-back. Mm. And, but the feeling was quite good at the time because we were playing well. We were playing the ball out from the back, mm-hmm. right? Christian Burgess gets the ball, the striker's coming in to close him down, and he just nutmegs him. 
Lovely old Joel. It was a lovely, was a lovely nutmeg, right? <laughs> to the point that even though Portsmouth were losing, the fans went, hooray! Yeah. Apart from the one guy sat next to me who just got so pissed off with him doing a nutmeg, he went, oh, don't try that again, you fucking giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's brilliant! Love it's it, brilliant, lovely. I couldn't laugh probably though because he was terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's very, very good. Okay. Anyway, we lost the game, so the jokes on us. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I thought you might enjoy that. The one. tactics work to a point. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, wonderful. All right then, Pete, you big old giraffe. It's time for going for gold. Going for giraffe. When they're Lord, Lord. Uh, thank you very much to uh, get this Juan Torres. Oh, Ooh. nice. Regen. Stop. Um, Is it Juan Torres? <laughs> uh, right. Uh, straight in with the first clue. I've got a mystery footballer. You've got to guess who it is. Born on the 1st of February, 1984. Stop. Is it Jermaine Genus? <laughs> no. <laughs> Gotta Light- get it out of the way. You've got to get it out of the way. Yeah, mm. absolutely. 1984. Okay. Mm. I was listed 13th on 442's 2001 list of young stars ahead of Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Andres Iniesta, Chris Kirkland, Ian Robin, Charisma, Kaká and Mido. Blimey. Stop. Jose Marie. <laughs> no. Okay. Stop. Put it out there. Stop. Danny Guiza. No. Jim, you have a little pop? Have a pop shot. You miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah. There's your luck, Jim. And about ninety nine of the ones you do <laughs> based on this <laughs> game. Alright, stop Pele. <laughs> <laughs> I've made over five hundred senior appearances for club and country. So he's played. Yeah, that's a good clue. <laughs> Helpful clue. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Juan. Stop Royston Drenther. 500 no, games? Yeah, no on. way! All right. No way, Marcus! <laughs> Will you ever go Manamana! I think, I think Royston Drenthe's a rapper now. Yeah, he might be. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. My international goals have come against Lithuania, Trinidad and Tobago, Slovenia, Faroe Islands and the Czech Republic. I really want to say stop Peter Crouch, but he's, he's older than no. that, so it can't be him. Stop Jermaine Defoe. No. Older than that as well. Yeah, yeah. I once captained my national side at the age of 17, the youngest to do so since 1886. Oof. Very good clue, that. Mm. Very, it helps me none, but very good. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of this guy. Yeah, he sounds excellent. Yeah. My trophy hall includes five Premier Leagues, four Community Shields, two League Cups, one FA Cup, one Champions League, one Club World Cup, and a Padron. In the Padron. Stop. Stop. Ida Johnson. Incorrect. Oh, oh you oh, were very yeah. confident. I was thinking Good Johnson, but like five. You wouldn't have I'll tell you five, something, wouldn't he? To the listeners there, Luke had his hand up. You know when yeah. a player's already celebrate before yeah. it goes in? That's what that was there. Because <laughs> I, I was terrified you were going to get it. That's what. <laughs> uh, uh, can you read that one out again, yeah. Peter? Five Premier Leagues, four Community Shields, two League Cups, one FA Cup, one Champions League, one Club World Cup. It's definitely not Good Johnson, though. No, Good Johnson's older than 33. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or 34, whatever it would be. Um, we've only got one clue left. Oh dear! Come on, Jim. Oh dear, Jim, you've always got to dig Stop. us out of a hole. Where's Brown? No. If you know, Captain England at seventeen. Yeah, good point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he hasn't, has he? Where's Brown? Got a little ask you clue. Yeah, I'm just going to say stop because I'm now going to have. A big old guess. Go on. Go on. <laughs> I've just got a flame for time. All right. <laughs> um, I, I, I've got nothing. Carry on. Good. Um, uh, final clue is I share my name with a broadcaster. Ah. Cheers. Ugh. 
Uh, that's not an easy clue either. It's a rude hunt. I, I think Jim's got it. <laughs> no. I think I'm on the cusp of having it. If you just yeah. give me a second, just fill the time so it's not a terrible experience. Was it for five league titles or five Premier League titles? Five uh, Premier League titles. Uh, yeah, five Premier League titles. It's got to be a Man United player. Yeah, that's what I'm It has to be. I, 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 his name with broadcaster. Yeah. Oh, stop. Darren Fletcher. It's Darren Fletcher. Yeah. Oh, well played. Yeah, well oh, done. Should have really I, moved on there, but I reckon, we got there in the end. I reckon I got that after 99% of all of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got the I'm still taking it. Well played, Morsey. Well yeah. I, don't, I don't actually recognise or observe the broadcaster Darren Fletcher, so it's difficult for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking giraffe. Right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the Football Ramble this week. It's been a bloody pleasure talking about the FA Cup and giraffes and Darren Fletcher. Mm. Yeah. Uh, get in touch, show at thefootballramble.com, of course. Uh, Jim, thank you very much. Goodbye. You're welcome, mate. Well done, Lukey. See you later. Well done, Petey. Goodbye, Marcus. And it's cheerio from me. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 